Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Hello, honey, and welcome to Honey Do Me Podcast. I'm Cass. And I'm Emma, and we're just two gals looking for a good lay. Aren't we all? (laughs) But when it comes to sex, we're just as lost as you and have no idea what we're doing. Luckily, we will stop at nothing to get the answers we need. Cue our expert guests. We're ready to overshare and ask all the embarrassing questions so you don't have to. By the end of every episode, you will be dripping in actionable steps and ready to take on the damn world. Or at least take it from behind. (laughs) (laughs) So tell us, honey. How do you do you? Sorry. I started it early again. That's okay. Oh, I'm always coming early. <laughs> always coming early. <laughs> do you want to hear the weirdest thing that happened to me today? Absolutely, I do. Okay. I'm going to, I already told you, but I'm going to tell you oh, again. Well, I was going to play along, but all right, <laughs> let's go. I think it's really important that you, that everyone else knows that I've already yeah. been comforted by you for this. Okay. Um, so today, my dog got way too excited when my ex-boyfriend walked in. So that's baby daddy. Um, <laughs> that's, that's doggy daddy. Um, but he got super excited when he came to pick him up. And so his little wiener stuck out. And unfortunately, it happens sometimes where when the red rocket gets a little too dry, it won't get sucked back in. So... My dog started like humping the air and getting really freaked out. Emma called me in a panic. I did. This has never happened to me before, so I had no advice. I had no idea what to do, but I remembered when this happened to my mom's dog, the vet said to put lube on it. So what lube did you use? My personal sexual (laughs) lube. My fire and ice. (laughs) My peppermint lube. Um, yeah, just like my water-based one that I keep by my bed for like personal use, but like, I can't do that anymore. <laughs> You're like, now it's in the trash. It's in the trash because it has dog hair on it. <laughs> so I used my own lube and I had to touch my dog's wiener today. Like the worst part of his wiener. <laughs> I know touching a dog wiener like all over is bad, but the worst part of it was the red part. <laughs> but you did say it was actually kind of funny. Uh, well because me and my ex-boyfriend have a really good relationship and we're hilarious together so I like started doing and I really wanted to stop and I was like can you please take a turn he's like you already started you have to keep going and then that doesn't seem fair I don't like that logic well you already touched it you're already tainted (laughs) no pun intended on the phone with Cass because she was on speaker when I was talking to Dakota and she's like it's about a penis make Dakota do it and he's like I don't wanna oh sorry i just name dropped you but whatever um he's like i'm petting him and i was like yeah that fucking helps yeah great job dad i looked it up and you can also make a sugar paste because apparently if you lather that on a a little wiener it like 
makes it makes start it shrink mushy. Up. It makes it start to like. I don't like secrete. that. Also, <laughs> and then I had to ice it after. <laughs> so I wrapped up some of my roommate's frozen rice. <laughs> <laughs> like a frozen rice bag from yeah. Traders. I put that in the towel and I put it on his penis. <laughs> oh my God. Is she having that for dinner tonight? And then you heated it up. You're like, I made you dinner. <laughs> but the funniest part was right when Malone's penis, my dog's penis, not my ex-boyfriend. <laughs> good to clarify. You got to get all the names right. Got You're like- learning all the players in our lives. Yeah. <laughs> Got like so hard and like started sticking out. Dakota's like, Is this what happens to you when I come over? (laughs) Fucking dying. So, yeah, it is. It's really difficult. Just get hard on when you walk in the door. But, uh, so that was a really funny time for me today. Oh, so you've had such an eventful day. It was a weird ass day. Yeah. So that was interesting. How was your day? I guess it was fine. (laughs) Couldn't live up to mine, I don't think. Yeah, I had cramps, so. Yeah. My red rocket was nowhere to be seen. (laughs) (laughs) I was the opposite of red rocking it. (laughs) (laughs) There was a demon in my belly (laughs) trying to escape. Just clawing its way out. Honestly, it was season five of Stranger Things in there. Have you watched it yet? You started it? I'm watching it. I haven't started yet. Okay, well, I've been bedridden all weekend, so that's what I've been doing. Uh, Season four, scarier than the rest, and I'm a big old wiener and oh, okay. it's really hard for me to watch it's season very four scary this is season four i said my uterus is season five. Oh, okay <laughs> it's scarier yeah it's terrifying oh my god i'm so excited it's terrifying don't make fun of me if you don't think it's scary because it because it is it is you know what else is scary what uncensored questions ah uh, we get some very scary questions in our inbox and if you're like hmm, am i one of those questions probably probably if you have to think about it if you have to think like am i one of the bad ones probably yeah if it gave you pause <laughs> then yeah if you like wouldn't feel comfortable saying it to like a really really close friend it's you it's you, it's you. but we love it sometimes yes not eight, emphasis on eight the times sometimes. Um, like oh my god, did you see that really scary YouTube comment we got? No, I didn't tell it. It's from oh my god, I think his name was Greg. But, <laughs> Gross, <laughs> um, not a familial Greg, Don't <laughs> not worry. a familial. Um, it was on our mutual go. masturbation episode, mm-hmm. and it's all it's just called Emma and Cass do mutual masturbation, and we use that because it's like kind of funny, you know what I mean? Because it kind of sounds like we're doing yeah. that stuff, which is, I guess, why we. The name is funny originally. Um, Well, they commented and they said, would love to watch you two play sometime. Oh, Don't worry. I won't touch except (gasps) for myself. Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm upset. And I wasn't sure. Like, I got scared, so I deleted it before I was able to block them. Oh, my God. So they're just there. And Greg, if you're listening, no. (laughs) No. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Oh, that's foul. That upsets me. The way they wrote it, you know that person's over 50, too. There's nothing wrong with being over 50 unless you are courting 20-year-olds to play in front of you. Yeah, on a situation that wasn't calling for that. Technically legal? Should not be, though. (laughs) I don't want it. It, mm -mm. Not in my court. Mm -mm. Not in this court, not in this puss. Not in this red rocket. (laughs) Thankfully... Uh, none of your questions were that bad. Yeah. Uh, we actually got a 
big batch of them that we were able to ask our guests today. Yeah, so we have Kat on today, and she is a sex and pleasure educator. She is just thebomb.com. Thebomb.com has a really cool accent. Yeah. So all around, you couldn't ask for somebody better to answer your questions because not only does she do it beautifully, she she says it beautifully. She says in an accent. In an accent. So I'm sorry to hear. Like we couldn't have given you anything better, and you're welcome. But we even had too many questions for this episode, so we had to cut it short on what we could get answered. But Mm -hmm. we got a good chunk of them answered, and it was really fun. Yes. And I had a great time, so I think you will too. Yeah, so thank you for submitting your questions. Mm -hmm. We were joking. The vast majority of you submit totally fine questions that are totally okay (laughs) and not trying to scare us or make us feel uncomfortable. Um, So thank you for that. Keep those coming. Um, Mm -hmm. We're going to be definitely doing more of these episodes. We already have another one with Cat planned, so please send in your questions. Yeah. It could be literally anything sex, anything bodies, anything relationships, so... Yeah, exactly. It's a really fun conversation. So mm-hmm. enjoy, and we'll see you on the other side. Other side. Bye. Um, I'm Kat, and I am the person behind two pages. Uh, one is We Are Ungirls, and the other one is Ungirl Uncensored. Um, I, I always struggle to explain what I am, but I guess I'm like a sex educator slash female empowerment advocate. Uh, basically, I just want people to have better shame-free sexual experiences and just feel better about themselves so yeah I I talk about sex a lot and I teach masturbation um yeah all-round sex nerd I guess even though I don't have that much sex actually so I think that's me in a a nutshell yeah that sounds like us that sounds exactly like us we'll talk about sex all fucking day and then not have any yeah It just gets out of your system, actually, isn't it? Like exactly, it's like I talk about it all day. Sorry, (laughs) Um, you're a superhero. I think is the term that you're looking for. So yes, you do the Lord's work. One of our don't make me fight someone though. (laughs) I will not do very well. A peaceful superhero. That's that's, that's much better. (laughs) Well, one of our favorite words is uncensored. We Mm -hmm. love uncensored things. Um, And so we want to ask you all of the uncensored questions that we either have or have been getting through Mm -hmm. having this podcast. So do you want to start or do you want me to start, Cass? Go ahead. I want to hear you read the first one. (laughs) I'm going to start with the first one. It was an email we got um, a while ago. So this is from a writer, a writer, Charles Dickens, um, from wow. a listener. <laughs> Imagine Charles Dickens writing this, though. I'm about to read it. Okay. I'm wondering if there's been any research on the topic of body's absorption of semen. <laughs> maybe it improves mood like magic elixir, or maybe it's just a mess you need a dipstick to clean up. Or maybe it has a negative effect like causing acne, schizophrenia, or the hiccups. Anyways, just curious. Thought it would be funny and interesting topic for discussion. So let's talk about the body's absorption of semen. That is so interesting. Actually, I was just uh, having a conversation with my partner about something like this. Like he, he got a vasectomy, right, recently. And I was like, wow, are you getting like more energy now? Because basically when you get a vasectomy, your body like reabsorbs the uh, the sperm. I was like, oh, you must get like extra protein now because you're not like releasing it. We're like, are you going to get like more calories that way? And we were really like di- dissecting it. Like what's happening in the body? Well, actually not really much, to be honest. I think when you eat sperm, like it's technically protein, isn't it? But like... <laughs> yeah. 
it's quite a negligible amount, I would say. Like, I, I don't think you can hear to having a chicken breast. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I, I don't I need don't any know. chicken breast today. I, <laughs> I had my semen. <laughs> Vegan, vegan protein. I don't know. I think if it's consensual, I think it could be something you could add to your diet if that's something you're into. I, I don't know. I've actually never really researched it, but I mean, I think it's coming from the body. Is it something you want? Maybe you could topically apply it and see how that goes. I, I don't know. Have you have you ever had any experiences with? Semen. Just in my eye, and it hurt. Um, <laughs> not a substitute for eye drops. Not a substitute for eye drops. Don't use that. But we did no, a we no. did a episode on facials where we kind of looked into like the proteins in semen, and we saw the same thing. Where mm. it's like, yes, there are some benefits potentially, like on different circumstances, but not enough to be like overwhelmingly. Yeah, prove <laughs> like that semen. you should use I it as your it. moisturizer. So yeah. here's the question I'm left with: How much do you need? to make it impactful yeah yeah that's the thing and <laughs> I, I think it also yeah, depends on what they're eating as well isn't it yeah like, right that's I, true. I think i would i would be choosing you know the right person to 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 give the donation and then you know you could really have like different different specimens as you know high quality less quality i think you could get some some semen tasting going on but i don't want to <laughs> go forward with that personally but maybe somebody is into it yeah <laughs> i'm sure I mean, they are I'm not saying I want to, but with the right kind of funding, I'm not opposed. I'm not opposed. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm opposed. I lied. But have I you lied. have you ever heard of like getting schizophrenia or the hiccups from wow. semen absorption? That's something new. I haven't heard that either. What? Where would that even come from? I, mm. I, I, I don't know. People are just very creative with. I think maybe the hiccups, but I think the hiccups just if you just swallowed it too quickly, you know, right. like, like you didn't, <laughs> That's like just you swallowed too science. much air. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like maybe, maybe that happened to them and they just want to normalize what happened to them. Like, guys, I got schizophrenia from swallowing, <laughs> like, that's not just me, right? Like, somebody else, <laughs> that happened to somebody else, right? We should look into no, some other I, I factors. Think... <laughs> <laughs> we should broaden exactly. this study a little bit. Maybe that's yeah. just like a, a scare tactic they were told. Yeah, in like some type of yeah, sex ed that like any type of semen will give you like schizophrenia. That's just wrong on so many levels. I know. Like I'm yeah. not blaming the listener because they obviously are asking a question in a very but, like, pure way. Totally. Yeah, questions are I good. Hope they were told. You, you never know the amount of stuff people have come up with just to like. Like it's creative. I actually applaud the creativity. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if you've heard. Like, I'm not sure if it's true. That, like people. Uh, make face cream out of um um foreskins mm, yeah i've had that on my face before what, what? Um, no is it true what? yeah oh um God. it's not oh like is that such a u.s thing like, it's not quite just like in, in europe <laughs> <laughs> it's like not quite that so uh i got microneedling done once and they put on this oh. like special cream after that has a lot of like growth Uh, I don't know factors Uh in it and I was talking to the nurse practitioner who did it because I went through like a medical facility to do it Uh and so she explained everything and she was talking about how the cream has some sort like some cells from the foreskin in it because of like the growth factors (laughs) Mm -hmm. but it wasn't like just straight up foreskin that's what I was picturing initially when we were talking about this yeah they didn't like put foreskin (laughs) into a Vitamix and then be like here. Oh no, no, that's horrible. I think little patches foreskin. of foreskin all over your face. Oh god. That sounds like a yeah. 
Saw movie. Yeah. That, <laughs> but it, yeah, I'm pretty sure there was, I remember her talking about it because I was like, oh, and she's like, would you like to buy some? And I said, no, thank you. No, thanks. <laughs> or I guess we heard of the bull testicle. Oh, yeah. Oh. Face cream that, or in hair. Yeah. Moisturizer. In the UK, right? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, don't. I mean, you know, like also like our breast milk, you know, people make stuff out of breast milk, don't they? Like, and um, you know, our people eat the placenta. I don't know. Like, I think if you're down for it, go for it. But I think consult a real doctor first. I mean, mm-hmm. I think there's some limits. Like, I think poo, for example, should not be in- uh, ingested because it actually has like some 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 bad bacteria in it. Yeah. Although there is are those uh, those people making capsules with like bacteria from other people's poo, so that other people's gut bacteria gets better. So it's fascinating, actually, when you think about it. But I I would recommend talk to a real doctor mm-hmm. before you before you make start. poo capsules. I have heard of poop yeah. implants. Yeah, poop yeah, implants, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, is, yeah. To like change your like colon exactly. biome. Yes. that's a science yeah. word. I mean, that's quite cool, actually. I would. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's interesting. I don't know again <laughs> if I want to be the volunteer, but <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, come, I guess it's easier accessible, right? Like, yeah, it's cheaper. Know. It's true. Easier. It comes easy. Ah! I'm just vitamins, to be honest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I applaud the creativity of the question. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm dying for more investigation. All right. Putting a pin in that one. <laughs> uh, something that I have to share because I had to learn it, so everybody else has to learn it now, is my high school science teacher ate his wife's placenta. Ooh. I've heard. I just eat it. I like. I don't know. Like I think he fried it. Like, I don't know. It was still grilled. Like I think grilled God. or something weird. Oh no! I, I mean, that that's was... really common. Didn't Kim K eat hers? That's. I, there's still something different about eating your own versus <laughs> eating somebody else's. It's eating. I don't else's know. Body part. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, it's just like oh, what no, nutrients I, are in that for you, sir? Sir, <laughs> how does this help you? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Oh, I hope he at least left her a bit for God's sake. Like, <laughs> right? And just come home and like, cut it in half. That's mine. Give me your placenta. Oh God, exactly. yeah, I'm going to grill it. It's not like it's that easy to grow one, right? It's yeah. like nine months at least. Right? Right? Like, you can have the next yeah. one. Yeah. I want this one. This yeah, one's mine. Okay. Just get rid of the baby. No, no. It's a yeah. bit dark. So, uh, <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. I well, mean, I I wish my body could produce more food. Like I'm always like I wish I could use parts of my body like to just like make a burger or something. I would love that. Make a burger. I don't know. Like it would be great, but I don't yeah. know how to do that right now. So yeah, we're not there yet. Science no, hasn't not advanced quite. that far. <laughs> Looking forward to the future, though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So much to look forward to. Um, On the topic of cum, we got another question (laughs) Mm -hmm. talking about how, and we have more where this came from. (laughs) Um, They said that cum burns the insides of their vagina. Um, Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Can you think of a reason that that Um, might be? Hmm. Well, I think with a burning sensation, it's difficult to tell exactly where it comes from because it might be that you think, oh, well, it came in me, mm-hmm. so and now it's burning and oh, because it's to come. So it, it could be potentially some kind of allergic reaction, maybe. It could also just be like something like vaginismus because that can, like, you can have a burning sensation. Like, uh, I think when it comes to, actually, it's quite easy to have a burning sensation in the vagina. It could also be like a yeast infection. And often when 
you're experiencing like for example you're having sex everything's kind of good but then when you come and they're still going afterwards it can be you can feel the burning sensation because the pleasurable sensation is, is kind of like reduced so then the, the burning sensation is kind of like is more experienced at that point so it could be in multiple reasons it could be that you've got an infection at the time maybe some kind of allergic reaction i i don't know i i think it is possible some people could be allergic to come mm-hmm. i think that's definitely possible um yeah i mean People can budget anything, right? So I would definitely go to the doctor and check that out because if it's burning all the time, yeah, it's it's, it's definitely not a pleasurable sensation. So you also wear a condom as well, you know, then you can, like, that's a good way to test if the burning is there with and without the cum, you know, like, so, yeah, that's, that's true. It doesn't Actually, sound very nice. Yeah, that's interesting if maybe, like, it's the pain of penetration that something is, mm-hmm. like, burning or it's the cum, Yeah. But the condom experiment, yeah. that's like a really good yeah. idea. I love mm-hmm. that. And what you're what you reminded mm-hmm. me of is when we did our facials episode, we also found out that like forty thousand people with vaginas in the United States are allergic oh, yeah. to semen. And so and those um, allergic reactions tend to happen like inside the vagina. Um because mm-hmm. we were talking about facials and we we're like, you're not likely to have an allergic reaction on your right. face, but the vagina was where oh, people yeah. did. So mm-hmm. that could also oh. be yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I maybe mean, that like flora of the vagina is mm-hmm. like more easily disrupted. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. like actually, I did not realize like how much semen can disrupt your natural pH level anyway. Like whether it's just due to things like uh, something more extreme, like being allergic to it. But actually, it's super common for people to to get yeast infections or to get bacterial vaginosis like from from semen. Like, because people can have very acidic semen or have, like, very... And then all of a sudden, you're like, levels are off. And you're like, what the heck is going on? Like, people with vaginas are just, unfortunately, a little bit, like, more prone to getting... Tell me about it. Infections, <laughs> also with STIs. Like, because of the, the skin's much, um, much uh, like, thinner between your body and the kind of outside of your body. So it's much easier for bacteria to pass through that, like, versus, like, the skin of a penis, for example. So mm-hmm. we just feel it worse in general. Like, we just get everything worse. Yeah. In, yeah. in college, I got, like, seven yeast infections. I mean, I didn't really know I had a yeast infection, so I think the fact that mm-hmm. my partner and I kept having sex was, like, and I found yeah. out you could pass it back and forth, which I didn't know you could do, which was painful <laughs> um but yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. with un, unprotected sex I feel like it was just easier for me to get it for my mm. body to get yeast infections absolutely we're just prone for it and like unfortunately a lot of people even find out that their partner was cheating on them because they found out they got a yeast infection because their partner was literally taking it home from another person's vagina and was passing it to them and they didn't really get the symptoms like it's quite uncommon not it's not totally uncommon but less likely for a person with penis to get uh to get symptoms of yeast infection right but it's like yay so <laughs> yeast infection and cheating like fantastic like fantastic oh, thanks yeah. for the parting it's gift yeah. asshole asshole yeah. uh, is it so if how do i want to phrase this question um, so is it easy for like vaginas to pass yeast infections back and forth from each other or is it like vagina, like vulva so, to vulva? Yeah. 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 I think, I think just, in, I think probably if you're having sex with somebody else with vagina, like probably would be as well. Like, um, yeah, although it depends on what you're doing. I mean, mm-hmm. of course when you're having penetrative sex, like you have this like vessel, like going into the vagina, right. like it's easy to sort of like pick up 
you know, like fluid around it. Like, so I guess maybe that's a bit easier. But yeah, if you're using your fingers as well, like it, you can totally pass it. So I think even potentially you can pass it with your tongue. I'm not entirely sure. Maybe the bacteria can be destroyed in your mouth. But lots of SCIs can be passed like orally and with fingers and with sex toys as well. So yeah, it's it, it's something to be careful of. I mean, if you have a yeast infection, just try to avoid having sex for a good wee while. I mean, it's not, I guess, also I'm guessing you were experiencing, it's not so fun. It's like yeah. itchy, it can be a bit burning. He wouldn't be, recommend. Yeah. It literally <laughs> felt like my vagina was closed. Like when you were trying mm. to have sex, it was like, no, mm. stop. <laughs> I don't want you here. (laughs) Try the other hole. Try the back ones for business. (laughs) Try the back door. Yeah, the back door. Front door is currently not working. Yeah, no, it's true, and I think that's where a lot of people they find out about it first. Like they they go to have penetral sex, and it's like it's more painful than normal. It feels much tighter. It just doesn't feel right. And you're like, what's going on? And and yeast infection can last quite a long time, especially like if you sort of like don't treat it kind of quickly and especially if you continue to have sex and you're just sort of prolonging the Healing. you really need to let your ph levels get back to normal like your let your body just like heal and every time you put something in it it's like mm-hmm. it's difficult when you're horny though you're like i think when you get an infection you're like the most horny you've ever been in your life just because you can't do it you're like right. great <laughs> great like an internal chastity walk up oh it's hard it's a hard life yeah well, this kind of goes in hand, and it makes sense because I am also starting to be adverse to semen um, <laughs> after this conversation. After this conversation, <laughs> but someone else asked when, like, what to do when you're not into cum, but your partner is. So I don't really know what necessarily like situation mm-hmm. they're talking about, but maybe like coming in a mouth or on a body, mm-hmm. or like they want you to swallow, but you yeah. don't want to, or they want to come mm-hmm. on your face, but right. you don't want them to come play, oh, yeah. and you're not down for come play. <laughs> So what's some advice for that situation? Well, I mean, it's tough when you're into something and your your partner doesn't like it. But I mean, at the end of the day, your partner's boundaries trumps what your desires are, right? Like, that's always true. Like, as much as I would like something, my partner doesn't like it. You know what? It's just, they're not entitled to, to do it for you. Like... I would say if you're really into it, maybe there's some compromise, like some place that you don't mind it so much. Like maybe, you know, it could like come on your leg. I don't know. This is skin. It doesn't feel like so uh, into like so. Some people get grossed out by it. You know, I'm not so into it either. Like I remember, like the first person that came in my face, and I was just like, "What the fuck is this? Like, you're like what is this? Like, I." Whenever it comes to my mouth, I am just like, I just have an instant reaction to spit it out. Like, I am, I'm not, I'm sorry, I'm not like, I, I'm not a trooper. Like, I don't just like, mm, take it. No, I'm just like, well, what the fuck? Sorry. But it's not natural. Like, spit it back out. I know. <laughs> so Immediately. I totally get it. Oh, I mean, I, I'm like, I have a lot of respect for people that are into it because good for you. You know, I'm just, nah, I don't like it. It's, I don't like the feeling of it so much, but yeah I think like see if there's a place that works for both of you you know um maybe they just like to come like not inside maybe you could come on the wall I don't know like get, a, get, a, get like a, one of those bullseyes or something I don't know oh make my time, you know? <laughs> come on there's usually some dartboard yeah, in between yeah 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 dartboard like a cumboard oh that would be fun God. actually that would be fun um, on the wall turn around yeah but I think at, at the heart of it like just like honestly if you're not into it 
I, don't worry about it. Like, I think if it's a really, like, a really deep kink, like somebody has, like, a fetish, for example, something that really is important to somebody, you know, and you're really, really into it. I also think for some people, like, actually working with a with sex worker, if it's something you're really into and your partner, you know, is like, you know what, I love you, but this is not, I'm not into it, but this is something important to you. I think for some people that works, actually, like, literally outsourcing it, but that's not for everyone. And maybe this is not, like, a deep enough fetish for them, but mm-hmm. everybody has different different needs, and I don't think you have to, you're not required to fulfill all of them, so. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, not always, it's, like, a problem a, a you have one. to figure out. Like, mm-hmm. maybe it's just, like, you don't meet on that map. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Were you going to say something? Um, I was going to, when you are talking about coming on the wall or the dartboard, <laughs> dartboard, <laughs> I was talking about our uh, cum spot oh, yeah. that we wanted to invent. We want to yeah. make these little like stickers that you can put on your body so that you can tell your partner where you want them to come. But I guess you could place them literally the anywhere. Wall. You could place them throughout That's the house and make idea. it a scavenger make hunt. It, make them look for it. They're about yeah. to bust and you're Don't. just like, they're waddling. <laughs> Wow. Oh my I God. hope you have good wipeable wallpaper. Like, that's, that's the only way you lose your deposit on that. Yeah. Oh, God. They take lose your deposit. <laughs> oh, my God. I forgot about black lights. Ew. Oh, God. Is... Oh, the black light. Oh, my God. Yeah. You'd ha- I think you'd have to be really good at cleaning. Like, mm. I, I just know, like, you're into something, like, when you're in the moment, you're like, this is hot. And then I, I'm so lazy. I like fall asleep afterwards and I would forget about it. And then the, the whole house would smell like cum. Oh, it's not great. Yeah. So I, I just, I'm, I'm too lazy for stuff like this, but I think it's a great idea. That's so I think funny. if you're into it, oh, get it comes like from. I think you should market it. Seriously. Yeah. We need to get on that quick, mm-hmm. actually. Yeah. That's so funny. Moving on from cum. Okay. We do have other questions. Um, so this listener said that their husband built a new garage to use as a workshop and gym space, and they want to know how they can get some sexy time on in there. Um, any suggestions? (laughs) I could, this is like one of my biggest fantasies, so I could think of a few, but I'll let you go first. Yeah, go first, go first, go first. I'm excited here too. Well, so one of my fantasies is like when they're on the chest press, like bench and they're laying mm-hmm. down. Well, it's because I watched it in porn. But then she comes over and like sits on him while he's like working out. And then she like they start having sex while he's chest press. Chest pressing. This Ooh. could be because I dated a bodybuilder. Like maybe this is where this like fantasy is like stemming from. I don't like. Do you ever do it? No. No, oh. because like we didn't, he never had a home gym. So oh, yeah. <laughs> you're like golds, no, golds. But also, mm-hmm. I have like a, a voyeur thing, so that's also mm-hmm. why I like that's fantasize true. about like gym situations. I don't know a lot of things when like you're already working out and like one person is having sex with you while you're doing mm-hmm. it. So I don't know mm-hmm. pull ups, and pull ups, and like blow yeah. at the same time. <laughs> I don't know. That's, that's double. That, that's great. I love like efficiency when you do two things at once. I'm so down for that. Like, I don't know. Yeah, you're right. Like, gym is sexy, isn't it? Like, you're kind of already sweaty. You're like mm-hmm. wearing tight clothes. Like, you know, maybe you're like you're getting so hot, like working out, and then you're, oh, but I'm just gonna take my top off. I'm so so sweaty or something. I don't know. Like, I think there's lots of things. I mean, of course, just from the practical side of things, try not to hurt yourself yeah i am a bit of a like don't wear clothes to a weight above your head or something. <laughs> yeah. i've seen final destination and somebody dies that yes. way so you know like don't do that or whatever like mm-hmm. one of those swingy things i don't know it was a long time ago but 
uh, yeah, I don't know. I wonder if they mean like practically, are they looking for like scenarios like you just described or are they like wondering how they can bring it up to their partner? Like, hey, I know you've just built this home gym. I hope you also intend to have sex with me here. <laughs> I hope you also intend. that's what I want. <laughs> Either way, whatever they were asking, I think they just got their answer. Yeah, 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 exactly. I hope you're intending to have sex with me in here. That is the best <laughs> way to bring it up I've ever heard. If you're going to put money into yeah. a new room, it might as well be multi-purpose, right? You better Absolutely. fuck me there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Like, just, do, just, just bring it up. I think, I think they'll be Happy. Yeah. Also, because yeah. it says husband, so it's like this is half yours, bitch. Like, yeah, it's also your room. Yeah. <laughs> this is you, your gym. You swore into that with holy matrimony. Like, just stand there Absolutely. naked. And wait Any for extra it to room that's built in this house is sex room as well. Yeah. Is sex room? Is <laughs> sex room? <laughs> Yeah, also, it's wipeable. Like gym stuff is usually wipeable, which is quite nice. Again, I'm thinking about the cleanup. Like a mat, it's quite wipeable. That's good. I'm down for that. Yeah. And it's soft, you know, like protect yourself. Like if on the floor, get a yoga mat, workout mat. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. I was going to say, if you, if that's something that you want to do, make sure you have surfaces that make sense, not just the garage floor. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) benches, yoga mats, like be cold. It would be cold. A space heater. (laughs) A space heater. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. And some tissues and stuff. Like you need that anyway, you know, like wipe everything down afterwards. So. Yeah. More than just Clorox wipes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. More. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, just put Clorox wipes in there. But I, th- I hope you intend yeah. to have sex with me in here. I think mm-hmm. that's a great ask. And we gave you a few scenarios. Yeah. And so. put a little sex kit in there of all the things you think that you yeah. would need. So like if you do use condoms, like keep them in there as well uh-huh. so that you don't yeah. have to run all the way back into the house or something that's like that. That's good. Yeah. Oh, and you can actually use one of those like massagers. You know, like the ones that are also like a, like a like yes. a magic wand. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. And you know the adverts where like it's like super high powered, and the guy's like, "Yeah, I'm using it after the gym." I'm like so buff, and I'm like, "That is a vibrator, like flying <laughs> to us. That is a vibrator." Like, I know you're selling it as a personal massager, but I know that's what I also call my vibrator. Like- <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. Why oh did my mind so go to a Theragun? <laughs> I thought that's what we were talking about. No, no we're talking about the massagers, the wand massagers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Because those are also, yeah, they're advertised as like personal massagers. Yeah. So just, I just yeah, use it on my genitals. <laughs> I definitely thought of Theragun and I'm like, yeah, if you're into it. I have a massage gun that goes so fast, it would like pummel my clitoris. But yeah, I mean, yeah, again, yeah. if you're into that. I can imagine that too. Yeah. <laughs> Some people, I am. Also good for the prostate, apparently. I don't know. I've both, we both heard ways. that. I feel like vibrate. Well, maybe not good for, but satisfying too. <laughs> yeah, the Theragun might be a little intense. A little intense. Shove it up your Safe ass. Their own. Whatever. <laughs> um, another question is: how, What is the "I have to pee" sensation that one can get during sex? And I'm assuming this person probably has a vulva, so mm-hmm. I think it's that like mm-hmm. penetrative. She was speaking like penetrative sex. Mm. Well, it definitely could be that they're kind of close to squirting. Um, not everyone experiences this, but some people seem to kind of more naturally experience this. And I actually just talked to a lot of people like about squirting recently. And for most of them, they get that sensation of needing to pee. Uh, I think most of us, when we're not intending to squirt or we don't know what it is or we've never experienced it, we would 
kind of be like, what? Like, I don't want to, I don't want to pee, you know, but actually it, when you're stimulating, usually the G spot, like it's also stimulating like the urethral sponge. So it is kind of telling your body like, Oh, let's release some, uh, basically it's like, it's not full pee. It's like a mixture of like a little bit of urea, but also a lot of water and creatine. So it's like kind of like come pee and water essentially. So it definitely could be that you're about to squirt if you just sort of like kind of relax, let go and push out. That's usually how people squirt, which is amazing. But it's not for everyone. Some people like they don't really want to have the mess up, the clean up. Um, some people they just don't want to feel like they're peeing, and that's so it's totally up to to the person. But I don't know. Like I, it's not something I experience personally. Sometimes I need to pee, and then I go and pee, and then I come back mm-hmm. and finish it off. But I think in those moments, I probably could have squirted actually if I really wanted to. I don't know if you ever have you ever had that feeling before during sex. I've had it um, on purpose. I think we've talked about I was it just before. Say that, yeah. Like sometimes <laughs> I'll get excited before sex and I'll realize that I have to go to the bathroom, but I almost like mm-hmm. it because it makes everything feel a little bit more sensitive. And then it's mm-hmm. like I feel satisfied after because I know I have to pee and I've done what I need to do for Your my like vaginal health. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that I, it is does. Good actually, I get you. Like as, uh, more recently for masturbating, like I'll, I'll, if I have to go to the bathroom, I'll like hold it because it makes everything more sensitive. Mm-hmm. So on purpose, but not so much like during sex, if I didn't already mm-hmm. know I had to pee. Yeah. Is that for you too? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm the same way. Like I do sense. like to, um, hold it in a little bit. Yeah. So that way when I have sex, it feels better. I don't yeah. Know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's, it's filling up. I and mean, when you're, when you're, when your bladder is full, like it's also, um, if you think about like where the bladder is inside the body, it's, it's, it's hitting like very close to where the clit- like the internal clitoris is. So when the bladder is full, it can be putting more pressure on the clitoris and, and it can make everything like more tight in the vagina as well. So if you're like you're having vaginal stimulation, everything just feels like more full. Mm-hmm. So yeah, more sensation. So yeah, yeah, I think it's kind of interesting. Um, and then even if you do like squirt and if you haven't peed, like probably a lot, like there would be more urine in it, but it's still not like full on pee. Like, I don't know. People are really like against like, oh, I don't, don't want to pee on something or I don't want to pee during sex. But at the end of the day, it's just like a release of fluid because of stimulation and pleasure. So like, right. It's a really big deal. Like, and it's, 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 it's not, you feel good. So. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. As long as I was just saying, as long as, long as you feel good, then yeah. And it's the same tube, right? The squirting and peeing. Yeah, yeah. Well, basically, yeah, they're coming. Like basically, squirt. Like it comes. Like so, a lot of the the projectile fluid it comes from the urethra. So like like pee, but it's also like usually there's some um, ejaculate coming from the from the skin glands as well. So that's usually when when like when they study like they take like the sample of squirt like there's both ejaculate and like urea and water and everything so they're kind of wondering like does the ejaculate come from the urethra probably not more more likely it comes from the the skin glands which holds like the which holds the, the ejaculate so it's also when you when you come and you haven't squirted and you get like come you know like like almost like male come it's coming from the skin glands as well so it's like it's it's all kind of combined basically Right. So can your, does your pee stop? I forget. Like if you feel like you're about to squirt, but you also know you have to pee with that release, will it be more of the ejaculate and less of the pee? 
Yeah, if you need to pee um, and you haven't, a lot of people like they'll pee before they go to have sex, even if they know they want to squirt. But if you haven't, it, you you will still pee probably mm-hmm. um, because it like the interesting thing about like the difference between male and female bodies is like people with vaginas like they they don't get that cut off like in the brain where if you have a penis uh, you actually can't pee when you're right. erect. Uh, which stops, which is good to stop people from peeing in, inside of me. Don't pee right? inside like, of that's, me. That's yeah. not very nice. Yeah. At least not <laughs> right now. Um, <laughs> and they yeah, would. Yeah. But, yeah, exactly. So, but it's not the same the way around. Um, so, but the interesting thing is why does stimulation produce this need, this feeling of needing to pee because it's all like connected, you know, and I think actually the bladder plays a really interesting role in, in stimulation and orgasm as well. So, yeah, it's super interesting. They're all connected, you know, like mm-hmm. it's not just like when you go to pee when you're peeing in the toilet, like it would be more more liquid. It would also have other stuff in it as well. It would it would smell as, as well a little bit different. Interesting. So, yeah. 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 Well, we have a whole episode on squirting and I just it's been a while, so I forget. Mm-hmm. But it's it's just so interesting. I love it learning really about is. the different things that your body does, like simply because it's turned on. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, so cool. it's just interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So fun. Yeah, and there's still so much shame around it as well. Yeah. In there. So I'm like, yeah, and it's funny, like, people feel so much pressure, like, both ways. Like, they feel pressure to squirt or they feel ashamed when they do. And it's like, right. man, as long as you're experiencing pleasure, I don't, why does it matter? Like, mm-hmm. do it, don't do it. Pee, is it pee, not pee? Eh. It's just good, good shit. It's like, just good shit. shit. <laughs> you know, like, so does it matter? Not really. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Amen. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Next question. It's a little bit of a long one. Uh, Is there a difference in having sex with circumcised versus uncircumcised penises? Does it feel different for them? Is it more or less pleasurable for them or the like person receiving it? Um, I've heard that they can be less clean because of the extra skin. Same thing with vaginas. I had a weird looking vagina, but my partner assures me it's his favorite. Lol. Is there a difference with pleasure for the different types of vaginas slash labias? Oh, that's an interesting question. Are we, I think it's interesting. Like, you guys, are you guys in the US or like yes. Canada or somewhere like that? Yeah. So I mean, it's so different. Like, I, I mean, I the first guy, I, well, first person penis I ever slept with was circumcised, was an American guy, and I was just like totally like, what? How do you work this penis? Like, what is going on? There's a bit missing. This is not right. Like, I, don't, I guess I hadn't had, I actually hadn't had so much experience. Like, I think I'd actually just had sex with two other people before that. So I was like, it was only the third penis I'd ever seen. So I didn't exactly first know what was, what was different about it. But then I was like, I was trying to give it a hand job and it was so dry. I was like, <laughs> what's going on? Like, why is it not moving? Like, <laughs> it, it's hard. Like, I don't know. There's not so many guys, I guess, in the US with like, who are uncircumcised. But personally, I prefer uncircumcised because it just has a natural like movement to it. Like it's, you don't need as much, um, like you don't need as much lube, which is also good for the person with a vagina. Like, because it's like without the, the foreskin, it's dry. It doesn't want to move so, so smoothly. That's why apparently a lot of guys use socks to masturbate into in the U S you heard that thing where they get like, it a, is really, a joke. Like, yeah. Really crusty sock. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's just not a thing here. Right. Like, cause the, the foreskin is like basically the sock. Right. So you came like, with a sock. Do they come into the foreskin? <laughs> like, well, they, they no. Oh, oh, I get it. I get it. I was like, 
They go yeah, over yeah. and then <laughs> and then it's just a little sock <laughs> and uh, take, take it right off. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just chuck it in the washing machine. Yeah, they're good. <laughs> they just chuck it back on afterwards. Be so handy, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I personally, I don't. I, like, I think they're both fine. I I would never say no to either one based on that um, cleanliness. Yeah, I mean, if you're worried about somebody not cleaning their dick, to be honest, it doesn't matter to me about the force going or not. I would just be worried about that person because mm-hmm. I don't like that's basic, basic hygiene, like hygiene, you know. Uh-huh. Like, but unfortunately, that is an issue with a lot of people. So I would say, like, it's, it depends more on the person than the actual like the force going or not. Like, are they just a hygienic person or not? Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I would say the penis doesn't change. Uh, it doesn't actually impact that so much i don't know how do you feel about it like what are your thoughts on on, on foreskins you want to t- <laughs> you're the only one that's had sex with someone who has i know i thought you were gonna say uh jürgen is <laughs> uncircumcised he is um that's my partner he's uncircumcised mm. and it's great yeah he has a wonderful penis um <laughs> i had something oh i maybe this is a controversial opinion but I just don't necessarily think that the body would be born with something that like it isn't supposed to have in general. Mm, You know what I mean? Like, yeah, Yeah, like different things happen. And like if you're born Mm. with something that is actively mitigating your health, then of course, like that's worth changing. But like I just think there are a lot of things around genitalia that like we choose to change and they aren't actual like medical, like out of medical necessity, like um intersex individuals like Mm -hmm. we Mm -hmm. tend to treat that as if it is a medical emergency and it's not Mm -hmm. at all like people are entitled to their genitals and just because they look different than like the two categories we've decided are okay doesn't mean that I don't know I think it's all bullshit and so I'm not gonna tell anybody like don't circumcise your child or anything like that but like my partner and I've talked about it and we definitely won't be circumcising our children if we have children with penises it's just like not I don't I don't know. But I also know that there's like religious purposes behind it. But it's just, Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. It's an interesting topic. Mm -hmm. I don't, I would never say, I'd say no to a penis for a lot of reasons, but (laughs) that would not be one of them (laughs) was whether or not they were circumcised. Yeah. 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 I wonder, and maybe you can answer this question. Is there like a more like fullness feeling with a penis that's uncircumcised versus circumcised when you're having like penetrative sex? Mm. It's a good question. I feel like it depends mm. on the size of the penis in mm. general. Because, like, I've had sex with an uncircumcised penis and then a circumcised penis. I don't really remember the circumcised one very well. Right. But I think my current partner is bigger in general. Right. So, it, like, I, I don't really yeah. know uh-huh. the difference. But I'm sure it adds girth. Right. Like, right. It must do. At least, like, a couple millimeters. Right? Exactly. Like, yeah. 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 Interesting. Yeah. I feel like the same. I- oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, 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 go, no, go, go, go. I was going to change to labia. <laughs> so if you have something about penises, please yeah, go. Yeah, I think labia is it's, it's good, actually, like, to go to next. Because I'm sad that she thinks she has a, well, they, they think they have a, 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 like, a weird vagina. Like, I don't know if you get weird vulva. That's so sad to hear. Right. And I just don't, I mean, personally, I think that I have, like, bigger inner labia minora. But I don't think it's ever, like, impacted my sex necessarily. And so I don't think mm-hmm. that at least in my experience, labia affects sensitivity for me. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's how I feel. Yeah, I think it's, yeah. it's a difficult one to, to test, like, personally, because right. I guess you can't experience either way. Um, I, I also, I did, 
a little bit of research into labia and I think there is a small difference and apparently like if you have more surface area like you can actually experience a little bit more pleasure um but aces yeah yeah so apparently having slightly bigger labia can potentially increase your pleasure or increase like your potential for pleasure which is amazing because I think like bigger labia in general just get a bit of a bad rep like I really hate all the words that people use for it. I mean, like, God, I mean, in the UK, we have horrible words for labia, like flaps or something. It's just like, beef, God, like burger. Yeah. yeah yep. Like, or like, oh, it's horrible. Like, mm-hmm. I, I just think like, yeah, I, I think if you have labia, like they are wonderful, whatever combination we have larger inner ones or asymmetrical ones, like, I think actually what's more impactful is um, the, whether you have shame around them or not, because that's, right. considering sex is so mental, like, and pleasure is so, you know, it's so about your mind, like, that's the real thing that can stop you from having pleasure or not. So, yeah, I think get to know your labia, because it's going to make you have better sex in general when you feel more comfortable, especially if you get head, for example. Mm-hmm. So yes. many people don't, like, enjoy getting head because they don't want someone to look at their labia, mm-hmm. like, up close, which is just, like... It's so sad that that's like the experience of many people, you know? I feel like we're not exposed to enough vulvas and labia in Mm, general. And the ones that we are through porn, like, aren't like the norm necessarily. Like, that is one type of vulva. A lot of the time there is labiaplasty involved. And it's like, you're not necessarily seeing, you know, a wide range. Not that anybody's labia aren't normal so like the ones you're seeing are normal just not everybody's and it's like yours is normal too so I just feel like I wasn't saying that I to was you like, me? I know thank you you're normal too <laughs> don't worry I, maybe I know you're so concerned right now uh no the person who asked the question like right. yours are normal too everybody's are normal um the one thing I did forgot to mention about that I meant to say about penises and like circumcision was that I don't think uncircumcised people are inherently unhygienic that was like a really important thing that I wanted to say. I yeah. just think it's easy to clean. And my right. partners talked about this a lot. Like it is so easy to clean if you just do it. And yeah. I feel like if somebody's going to yeah. have an unclean wiener, they would probably have an unclean wiener without a foreskin as well. Right. Right. <laughs> and it's just that shouldn't be an excuse God, not to clean yeah. yourself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's not hard. Just pull it back and clean. Yeah. Walk I've watched my partner do just it. Just teach him. Yeah. <laughs> The, the interesting thing I learned about foreskins, apparently why, um, of course, it was a religious thing, like you said, but apparently why a lot of um, it was really like promoted in the US uh, is because it was apparently said that it would make people masturbate less if they didn't have a foreskin. So it was like part of this kind of like era, of, you know, like the Kellogg's guy, mm-hmm. he, he also invented cornflakes because he thought it would make people masturbate less. He was a big advocate for for, for circumcision as well. Yeah. So. Oh my God. I remember really, the why are we circumcising thing. people? That was how our friendship started. Did we learn that in class? <laughs> yeah. We oh, found fuck. it in our textbook in class and then we showed each other and that's how we became friends. So thanks, Cornflakes. Oh, you prevented people yeah, from masturbating, but you brought us together and we're making people masturbate. So. <laughs> so full <laughs> circle, bitch. <laughs> fuck you. But where we were. Go ahead. Every Kellogg's guy, there's there's two girls like two. Yeah. Two <laughs> interacting his his evil conflict that's so funny but what you were saying makes a lot of sense I feel like this question could really be stemmed in like 
being uncomfortable with your body mm-hmm. because it's around pleasure and it's around, you know, I feel like my vulva doesn't look great. So it's like maybe this question is coming from like just not accepting what your body looks like. So maybe that mm-hmm. pleasure is just harder. Um, and they're mm-hmm. all great. That point. Yeah. Circumcised, uncircumcised, they're perfect. Yeah. Vulva's perfect. Like perfect. everybody's wow. great. There is no <laughs> right way to do anything. Everybody right. can have preferences, whatever. Mm-hmm. But like everything's normal. Everything's and we're normal. just taught yeah. it's normal it so that we hate ourselves and then pay money to do things. <laughs> Which is fine Absolutely. sometimes. Yeah. Like my boobs. I want my boobs to be done soon. <laughs> yeah, it's fine but, to choose. Right. Like, and that's not coming out of hating yourself right. either. Exactly. Um, coming out of loving myself that's true um on the same of like kind of going down i don't know going down on someone someone else asked how do you get your partner to go down on you without asking so maybe like they're uncomfortable asking for that type of pleasure but i also Mm -hmm. don't know if you can do sex stuff and not ask for something. And not ask for something. Because, <laughs> um, you know, people aren't mind readers slash mm-hmm. consent is a thing. So mm-hmm. curious so true, about yeah. that. But I understand where that question's coming from because it's, it's scary to ask yeah, for. Yeah, it's scary. Mm-hmm. And like you want to be like, hey, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. You know. Push them down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but also you want to make sure yeah. that like everyone's happy doing it. Mm-hmm. and But it is awkward yeah. to ask for what you want when you're feeling vulnerable. Mm-hmm. So I get that. That's true. I mean, I, I think I also struggled with this as well in my relationship. Like both of us, uh, I find it awkward to say things, at least during the moment. Like we're not like very variable communicators during sex. Um, so to be honest, we had to sort of like bite the bullet a little bit and just talk about it outside of sex. Um, so like there'll be times where something hasn't happened or whatever. And during sex, I don't say anything like, or if I really want something at this point, I'm able to sort of ask for it. But it got to, I had to get to this point before where I would just be like, hey, you know, this is something I would really like. Um, how do you feel about it? Like, where are you at? And actually, like, a lot of the times, both of us wanted the same thing, but because there was sort of like this unspoken thing going on between us, they thought that I didn't like, I didn't want it. I thought they didn't want it, you know, so we were kind of both assuming like a negative thing or assuming that neither of us wanted it because nobody said it. So I think don't assume what your partner, you know, feels if they haven't gone down on you, it doesn't mean that they don't want to. It doesn't mean maybe they just think I, I, they don't feel confident about it. Actually, that's a big part, especially lots of people don't feel confident about their skills, um, giving heads. So maybe you could just make it into a fun thing where you kind of like, Hey, this is something I would really enjoy. Maybe I could, I could give you some tips, like we could do a sexy learning adventure together. Like I know when it comes to head, like I'm not the best at getting a blowjob. And I really enjoy it when my partner gives me like, it like kind of gives me verbal, like, you know, a guide. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think take some time outside of actual having sex and try to just be like, hey, this is something I like. Or is there something I can do for you? You could flip the conversation and see, is there something that they are really desiring that you haven't given to them or you haven't done? And maybe then that can start up the conversation without you putting your desires on the table first. Because it is, like you said, it's a kind of awkward, vulnerable conversation to have. Mm-hmm. So maybe you can put it in that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. It's a hard one, though, yeah. I really like that you said, like, and I'm not the best at giving head to because I think it is so important to 
talk about the things that like, yeah, we aren't all going to be great at everything. We might not even be good mm -hmm. at things like, mm -hmm. and that's okay to not be good at something or to be learning or any of those things. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know. We're yeah. born, like we're taught that you're either born being good at sex or you're not. Yeah. And it's like, that's not yeah. the case. It's a learned skill. That's why we're fucking skill. here. Yeah. And the other thing that like we do like to do is you can blame us and you can blame our episodes. So we do have an amazing going down episode mm -hmm. um, with Luna <laughs> Matata. So if you want to send that to your partner and be like, oh my uh, God, she's, look she's at this. Yeah. Uh, look at this episode. Look at this episode. That's a good There's idea. There's a good hint. Right. <laughs> and I, I, another thing is I'm coming from someone who's been talking about sex very openly for two years now. So I have a confidence with this topic that not a lot of people are going to have. And I mm -hmm. understand that, but mm -hmm. I think it's fun to talk about sex and like flirty things outside of the bedroom when you're on mm -hmm. dates or when yeah. you're doing something that like, isn't supposed to be necessarily like sexy or Work. whatever. <laughs> Shut up. Um, <laughs> I, I may or may not have a small work crush. Anyway, um, <laughs> so I think it's fun to like start making like a flirty conversation that's a little bit like alluding to sexual things like, oh, well, how do you feel about, you know, mm -hmm. doing stuff below the, I don't know, doing stuff <laughs> How do you with feel about mouth. going below the belt? So I think that's a, that's a great way to have a conversation and to like feel out a person and be like, oh, well, I really like it. And like maybe there's, a better way, I don't know, because like you're not getting rejected in the moment if they're like, mm. I'm not into it. You're just like, oh, I am. Mm. Okay. That's a really good tip, yeah. And then you it just takes that kind of emotion out of it, doesn't it? Like, yeah, exactly. It takes the emotion out of it. It's just more matter of fact of like what you like, what you don't, and you're being flirty. Mm -hmm. I don't know. And so. if you don't exactly. feel comfortable saying, oh, I'm into it, you can be like, yeah, me neither. Yeah. <laughs> if yeah. that's where you're at. Yeah. Right. And especially if this yeah. isn't somebody that you're like, Oh yeah, I'm gonna eventually want them to go down on me. Like, right? Let it go then. Just let it go. You exactly. have no obligation, right, to like say anything about yourself that you don't feel comfortable saying. Because so. it's yeah, it's not mm. in the moment of like I I want to get my pleasure or you're doing something wrong. Mm -hmm. It's like completely removed for that, removed from the emotion. A vetting ask. question. Yeah, a mm -hmm. vetting question. That's so true. Yeah. Yeah, I think we should have more of those conversations, like. Recently, I've been working with this um, like ethical porn company in Berlin, um, like doing like uh, talking about consent and stuff with them. And like when I, I, I've been on set with them before shooting, I'm not like there when they actually have, have, have the actual sex. But like every time before they have a shoot, like all the performers get together with like the, the director and they go through like all their desires and their boundaries and like hearing them talk to each other they're like okay like so I really like to get licked I don't really like to lick people but I I really enjoy like nipple stimulation or whatever like and then the other person's like oh I love to lick uh how do you feel about like strap-ons oh, oh yeah I have a fantasy to do that or no that's not what I'm really into and having this whole conversation beforehand it's like it was just so incredible to watch because I don't really think many of us are having those conversations before we have sex with a partner. We right. kind of just get, we start doing it and we assume everyone likes the same thing as us and we're all on the same page. And when you break it down, there's so many different things that we could like and dislike and different roles we like to play. You know, maybe some like to give, some like to receive, you know, all those different acts, maybe fetishes. If you just kind of start to talk about it like a little bit beforehand, it's not just about consent, but it's like, it turns you on as well because... Mm -hmm. 
you start imagining what you could do together, you know, and you kind of match up on the things that you like and you think, okay, cool, they don't like that. You know what, that's totally fine. There's a million other things we could do together that we both like. So it's like, it's really taught me a lot about having a good conversation before sex. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, that's amazing. And also within that conversation, maybe you can think of like a cue that like mm-hmm. you can do. That's like more like of a sign. So you don't have to be like, I'm ready now. Like you can go yeah. down on me, but it can be more of like, yeah, a, when I like run my true. fingers through your hair, like that means mm-hmm. I want that yeah. at least. Exactly. You know, yeah, so that that's a great idea. Mm. Conversation can really set you up. Yeah. That's a really good But idea. I love that about the ethical porn company that they like just talk about and like match up the desires They should record that part too. Yeah, (laughs) I feel like I saw something about that on on Instagram. I don't know if maybe you posted it. They they film it and we have it on TikTok. Yeah, Yeah, the company. um, I think it's great to see. Uh, I like to see the communication in general more, like hearing people like discuss, like, yeah, no, I don't want you to do that or I want you to do that. Because I think we all need to learn to get better at that, to be honest. And I think definitely porn teaches a lot of bad stuff, but I think it can if it's done well also teach us like really good stuff like if it right it's like we pretty much everyone's watching it like let's just be honest like we all like horror right? most of us do so mm-hmm. it might as well teach us some good good tips as well right absolutely. Yeah. definitely definitely okay so last question we're gonna ask um is <laughs> how to get back in the game after it's been a while i'm not let's assume it's in reference to sex yeah <laughs> and not just like dating in general but um yeah how do you get back in the game when you've been benched for a while mm-hmm. <laughs> i get it, a, I, get it. I mean i love masturbation and I, I i just recommend it to everybody because like i think are you ever out of the game like you can always masturbate right like unless you were in a coma or you lost the function of your body or something i mean yeah I always see this. I'm like, oh, everyone's got hands. Everyone's got a butt. Or, and I'm like, actually, some people don't have these things. So I don't know. I'm sorry if if, if you somehow lost all your limbs. Um, that might have happened. But getting back in the game. Um, like, uh, yeah, definitely, like, first learn about your body again. Because, of course, it changes. Like, And I think masturbation is such great way to just like, dive into your sexuality without uh, needing to think about anybody else or without, like... You know, when you're with somebody, you perform, you worry about mm-hmm. what they're into, you know, like find out what you're into again. Like, and that is just such a great place to set up this new, you know, journey with other sexual partners and a place where you're like, this is something I'm interested in. I'm curious about this. Um, this is how I feel about my body. These are some boundaries I have. Because I think especially if you've been at the game for a while, probably you're older now that's great like you're in a better place to like come to the table with with new partners with a more like mature mindset and this is not like young people are immature but like god if if I was if I could go through my like casual sex time now like I was when I was 21 I've been in a relationship for like six six years now like oh my god I would know so much more even though you know I've only had sex with one person for the last six years like just because I'm a bit older, you know, you know more about yourself. Mm-hmm. How would you get back in the game? I don't know. It's, That's it's, actually it's a fun one, a fun, exciting experience. Yeah. Right? <laughs> that was actually a great suggestion, which makes sense, but it, you framed it in a way that I don't think people think about. Like we think about being in the game, which means being with a partner and dating and like 
giving or getting sex from mm-hmm. someone else. But you don't think about the fact that like your own relationship with yourself and sex and masturbation, you're just as much in the game and you're probably having a better game than other people. Yeah. You're probably winning those games a little bit more. So I think thinking about it not so much as being out of the game as thinking of like, mm. I'm just playing with myself. Yeah, I've been playing solo. <laughs> I know. I'm just waiting for the rest of the Absolutely. team to come back. Mm-hmm. I think thinking about it's it that funny. way changes like your confidence mm-hmm. your des- mm-hmm. i don't know it changes a lot and you're not going to settle for shitty teammates exactly at that point, yeah that can carry their weight of yourself yeah, yeah. Absolutely. absolutely get some get some good toys as well like mm-hmm. set yourself up so you know like like you're absolutely right god i mean sex with other people can so often be disappointing unfortunately so like yeah focus on yourself because i do think when you're in that good space with yourself and your body, you do attract the right, I think, better people. I, I do think so. Like, I think, mm-hmm. I, at least from my own experience, I've, I've had that. I'm like, oh, right. I'm vibing mm-hmm. myself. Like, other people like me then, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What, I feel like I've gotten a lot of confidence from, like, one, talking about masturbation and, like, sex, mm-hmm. but just mm-hmm. knowing what I like feeling confident that I'm like, yeah, I have sex toys. Like, yeah, I masturbate like four times, like a lot, you Mm -hmm. know? And I feel like that confidence will carry you if what you're having a hard time with is like meeting people or dating or whatever, Mm -hmm. but you should start Mm -hmm. with being confident with your own like sex. Mm -hmm. I think that could be a great, that's a great first step, which makes a lot of sense. I was going to say, like, I see that reflected in you Mm -hmm. in the way that like, when you tell me you're talking to like these potential people and stuff, it's like, you're saying such confident things and it's so cool. And I'm like, oh my God. And I love it. And I feel like that does come from a place of feeling like really empowered in your body as well. And like you were saying, if you vibe with yourself, vibrator, then you vibe with other people. (laughs) Your your point was good. It's It's like you won't settle for shitty teammates Mm -hmm. either because you're like, okay, well, I like hanging out with me. I can give myself really good sex. Mm -hmm. So if you're making my life harder slash you're not like listening to me and what Mm -hmm. I want, then I don't need you on my team. You don't need anyone. Uh, Right. I don't want you on my team. Yeah, exactly. What did um, we had a guest come on? Like, I know what I bring to the table, so I'm not afraid to eat alone. I feel like Mm -hmm. that's like a perfect quote to kind of like inspire. Oh. exactly anybody should just be like a nice addition to your life like it shouldn't be like yeah like it shouldn't be like you need anybody but it's of course when you're with a partner like it's like it does bring something else as long as they're good good for you like there's some things i don't experience by myself that i do with a partner but it's like it does also like i think you know have some some realistic expectations as well like because of course things take time to get to know each other but i think as long as they treat you like treat your body right they like they're excited to be with you like they they have a good mindset like yeah and don't be afraid of like having not had experiences for a while like god like you could have had a million i think a lot of people have lots of sex and it's just all bad sex mm-hmm. so, that's so does true. it matter how many sex you've had not really right i don't think so right mm. um, that was like such a big realization for me just I know. now I loved that. I used to be so insecure about not having any experience. And I was like, well, all these other people. And I was like, what, 18? I'm like, all these other people are having sex. What kind of sex were they yeah. having? Because yeah. it was not good. There's no way it was good. Right. We weren't talking yeah, about exactly. orgasms. <laughs> no. I think it sounded like it was 1910. <laughs> I mean, in my friend group. 
And did any of you watch um, um, oh, what's that one on Netflix with the can't touch each other? Um, it's like a dating show. Oh, like, like too hot to handle or something. Too hot to handle. Have you watched the Have you watched the no, the, 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 the Latino version? It's mm-hmm. not my words; it's their words. They're, they're like it's from like uh, anyone like in South America apart from Brazil. The uh, everyone comes on and they're like, if you think the American one was sexual, of course everyone the hire for it is like I'm over sexual. I like I fuck everybody, mm-hmm. and that's the whole point, right? Like then I can't fuck. The Latino one was just intense. It was like literally like watching porn because of the first night they're like they don't have any rules, you know. So they're like, I think like most of them have sex the first night, which is like intense. But I felt so bad, like. All the, all the women came on and they were like, yeah, I love having sex with people. It's amazing. But then they were also like, I'm really good at faking it. And I'm like, what? Sorry. What? Like, <laughs> I feel like so that didn't you're match. having lots of sex, <laughs> but you're always faking it? Like, I don't understand the point here. Like, right. I can just say, like, sex is, for most people, validation. It's not actually about an orgasm. It's not about pleasure. It's, like, about mm-hmm. feeling validated that you've got the attention from the other person. So I just think, man, I was like, whoa. We've really got to rethink our like our whole idea of sex, to be honest. Because ladies, it should be about your pleasure, not just about like having somebody interested in you, right? Like, right. I right. don't know. Yeah. yeah. No, that's very but true. You watch it. When we think about, <laughs> I will. That sounds great. <laughs> um, <laughs> when we think about the type of like quantity. Oh, oh, there you are. Um, Sorry. <laughs> no, you're fine. When you were thinking about people who talk a lot about quantity which they could be having a lot of great sex or mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that it <laughs> you doesn't know? mean that. So yeah. if you're just like mm-hmm. having really good sex with yourself or like you're bettering sex with you and your partner, I mean, mm-hmm. I feel like that mm-hmm. all is so quality. Yeah. So it just makes Absolutely. sense. So don't worry about getting back in the game. Start with yourself. <laughs> yeah. You're already in the game. Exactly. You're in the game, babe. Exactly. No, you never stepped out. You're winning yeah. the game. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> What game are we playing? Yeah. 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 Where can our listeners continue connecting with you after this episode? You can find me on Instagram. Um, we are Ungirls or Ungirl Uncensored. I also have like a super short, like kind of like a micro podcast called Lies About Sex slash Dear Ungirl. Uh, on it's going to be on Spotify soon and on Beams, which is a new like p- platform for like short form podcasts quite cool just 90 seconds so like a bite every day um but yeah mainly on instagram and yeah send me a message if you want some i I don't know like big sister sex chat like that's pretty much what i like to do so i don't know everything i don't know a lot actually but i will laugh about it with you yeah all you really need in the end yeah someone to laugh and chat you through but i think you know a lot My traps are just rocks, boulders. <laughs> There's boulders on catch, these shoulders. Catch bears with these traps. <laughs> <laughs> Is that That's how you what do? a bear trap sounds like. <laughs> just gotta no. them up. You're non-lethal bear trap. <laughs> non-lethal. It's really humane. Catch actually. and release. <laughs> yeah, it's made out of bamboo, kind of <laughs> like your puss. <laughs> catch and release. <laughs> she has teeth though. <laughs> Did you know that um, some cysts can grow teeth? Some cysts? Cysts. Yeah, like you can grow a cyst on like your uterus. And it can grow teeth? <laughs> Don't bite at me. Yeah. How? I'm pretty sure they can grow eyeballs too. Like No, one. you're fucking lying. This is not true. 
Dermoid cysts occur when tissue collects under the skin. These cysts may contain hair, teeth, or nerves. They usually appear at birth. That didn't say I. That didn't say I. I think that means like because it's collected it, not because it's growing Where's it it. collecting teeth? If you swallow one. Why are you swallowing teeth? That's something we need to talk about. Say you lost a tooth in the middle of the night and you accidentally swallowed it. Oh, I'm not even talking about dermoid cysts. That's not the one that I'm, I'm thinking of. Why are we talking about this at all? Hold on. Uh, A New York Post article from February 3rd, 2020. I thought I was pregnant, but I was growing a cyst with teeth and hair. That is is a dermoid cyst. Uh, NCBI says ovarian dermoid cyst with teeth. So there you go. I give you a whole range of sources. Uncensored questions. There you go. Full circle. Uh, Thank you, Kat. For being on the episode today, you are a gem. I am upset and cannot stop thinking about cysts with teeth. Uh, yeah. And thank you, Cass, for sharing knowledge. No, I'd rather die. And thank you to our <laughs> listeners for one, sending in your questions, and two, for listening. Yeah, and if this is going to be the episode that gets you to leave a written review, go ahead and leave your favorite rocket <laughs> Your emoji. favorite rocket? <laughs> um. Because you know why. Because you know why. And if you love us and you love rockets, I don't know where that was going. Uh, I hope you have a great rest of your week. You'll just have a great rest of your week is what that'll be. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.